What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It's me, Jarrell, and you already know I got my road dog and my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? I missed your fucking face, Jarrell. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm gonna yeah. be real, real about it. I miss not. Po- I don't. I don't like not podcasting. It's almost like it sets the tone for the week. Yeah. Speaking of setting the tone, look what I did there. Bam. Speaking of setting the tone for the week, man, we have. A wonderful guest with us today. Oh, yes, we do. And if you are in the Vegas cannabis community um, and you don't know Journey, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to question you. You yeah, might be part alien. Wrong. There you're might be some aliens wrong. walking around this land. <laughs> Journey, what's up? What's up? If you don't know, now you know. Now yeah. you know. I'm Journey at Journey Bra. Yes, AKA so Spark the Journey. <laughs> we met Journey. Um, at, I, well, I met when I worked at the last dispensary, mm-hmm. so I've known Journey now for probably a couple of years now, I do believe. It feels like it's been a minute. Yeah. And, um, you were doing your thing, which you do for Rove. Yes. And we can mention that. I yeah. always keep the Rove dab tools available <laughs> at every given measure. Yeah. And always. if you notice... We, this was not intentional because my wife does not know that you work for Rove, so oh, she put shoot. those Rove there, and that Rove was sitting up there. So just as you all know, I mean, I'm an actual fan. Yes, I'm a hashtag Rove babe. Yes. yes. I've been with Rove for, I think, about a little over a year and a half, and I have loved Rove since before I even worked for them. I used to manage uh, a couple different dispensaries, one here and one in uh, Alaska in Anchorage, and Rove has always been popping. Holy cow, what was the uh, dispensary scene like in Alaska? Oh, honestly, it's wild. I feel like living in Alaska at all was kind of wild. Um, there's moose there, which yeah. is also... <laughs> kind of wild. Kind of horrifying. Yeah, they're huge. Um, the cannabis scene is completely different, I feel. But I, I, a lot of people say that about California and Las Vegas and how every scene is a little bit different. I was just in Michigan, too, a couple months ago and uh, training people out there for Rove. And that scene is completely different as well. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't even know that it's uh, legal up in Alaska. And it's been legal for, I think, a couple years. And, well, at least a couple years because I was up there a couple years ago. But managing a dispensary, is it was a lot. It was really, really cool, though. It was a really fun experience. And the dispensary that I worked for up there was vertically integrated. So we had our own grow upstairs in a huge warehouse and like dispensary downstairs, manufacturing upstairs. So we did flour, vapes, cartridges, dabs, like the whole nine. We did everything all in-house. And so it was super different coming here and selling a lot of things, obviously wholesale. I used to manage over at Show Grow. And so that was a cool experience, kind of learning the different types of dispensary scenes, because I feel like in in-house stuff in-house product is definitely ran a, a completely different than a dispensary that is selling only external products right and sort of getting that kind of experience was huge for me and i think i use that kind of knowledge every single day even working like behind the counter like as i'll say working in the dispensary versus going in as a brand ambassador which is what i do i'm a lead brand ambassador but um it's really cool getting that kind of respect and like I understand the bud tenders and the managers on a deeper level knowing the kind of stresses that they're going through in their everyday life and stuff so how was yeah. your um like adjustment from going from working in a dispensary to being a brand ambassador that's a good question I feel like no one's asking that okay <laughs> um it was different I feel like in the beginning it was a lot less stressful 
like being a BA is obviously like we're doing a lot of marketing, we're doing a lot of networking, we're talking to a lot of people, we're educating. Um, but that's the same thing in a dispensary, but you're dealing with a million other responsibilities. And so I feel like a lot of the stress that I was dealing with in my everyday life was a little bit different of stress. Now I was trying to put myself out there and meet new people and communicate and like learn how to uh, adapt to that. But they're two completely different things, I feel. Do you yeah. feel like it was a little bit easier focusing on like one product versus a oh, tons yeah. of different products in the store? To be honest, I feel like, yeah, of course, of course immediately my knowledge of Rove went through the roof. Like I, I <laughs> thought I knew a lot, but there's so, so many layers because um, there's so many to know, like so many things to know about Rove. We have so many mm-hmm. different product lines. But I kind of miss it. I miss being able to talk to people about pre-rolls and about edibles and about, uh, you know, all those little things. I wish I could talk about, you know, their whole order with them. I miss that. Yeah. I miss the the deeper conversations because I definitely get into good conversations with people about cartridges in general. But I miss all the other things. I have like I, know, I have all this knowledge and I'm like. Let me go through your whole conversation, like your whole transaction with you, and just send you to the counter. Like, right? Yeah, I miss it a lot. But I think you know, once you have a really good brand that you can really stand behind, that's what kills it for you, girl. When you walk into the dispensary, I'm like, Jerry's here. She's gonna kill it. We're gonna make some sales today. We'll make some rope sales. Yes. So did you thank you? Did you start? the cannabis industry in Alaska? Yes. Okay, so yes. that's where your journey started? Yes, pun intended. Um, bum. <laughs> okay. um, yes, actually, I was there. I got hired on as a bud tender right around 422. It was like a couple days after 420, and they had just opened. Brand mm-hmm. new dispensary. They had just opened like on 420, I believe. Yes. And so they were only open for a couple days before I got hired. I was a bud tender for like a month, my first month of ever being in the industry, and then I was managing. They oh, made me right. a manager, yeah. And I was, I think I was 21. 21 and 22. Yeah. And I was managing that whole dispensary in Alaska and it was really cool. And so when I came here, I got hired on at, as a manager over at Showgirl. And then, you know, COVID happened and all that kind of quarantine craziness. Then the panorama. We were in a panorama. Yeah. <laughs> we're still in a whole Panera bread right now. We are in a Panera bread heavy. Yes. A whole Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> and so <laughs> just being able, like, adapting to that, I, um, yeah, got landed with Rose and have not looked back since. Holy crap. Yeah, it's been awesome. So you do you, you did have a few years of cannabis knowledge. Yeah. What was your first experience with cannabis? Oh, with cannabis in general. In general. Ooh, okay, so I'm from Maui, and so I feel like it's always kind of been a super normalized thing back home in Hawaii. Like, it's still recreationally like illegal and was back when I was growing up but um it was super normal everybody in my family pretty much smokes like yeah. my dad grows and has grown forever I'm like don't come for him <laughs> <laughs> I know you listening <laughs> just kidding he doesn't grow at all right that was a lie that was a lie <laughs> the only time you heard me lie was right there um <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's always been super normal. Like, I smoked with my aunts and uncles and cousins and fa- my whole family. And so it was, like, it was an everyday thing growing up. I smoked all through high school. It helped me a lot with focus and, like, being able to do all of that, which I don't condone underage uh, consuming of cannabis. No. 21 and over. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you are saying all the right things. All the right things. <laughs> um, the terms and conditions are yes, they all apply. <laughs> Read the fine print. <laughs> 
But yeah, so working in the cannabis industry, I feel like my whole family is very proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> my dad always like when I used to manage dispensaries, he used to brag to his friends about how like I'm in the I'm a legal cannabis dealer up in Las Vegas and I'm holding it down and all that because he's full Hawaiian. So his whole mindset, he's like never really lived anywhere else besides back home in Hawaii. And so he's just like, you're up there like getting paid to talk to people about weed like that's crazy that's dope. and i'm like yeah but it's on a deeper level dad because it's like this huge medicinal thing and he's just i'm teaching him a lot of things yeah. did you know about the medicinal benefits before you got into the, the the legal industry before i got into the industry yes i feel like i didn't like hone in on all of the deeper like all of like the terpene profiles and stuff like that i knew a little bit before i got into the cannabis industry because i was passionate i always have been uh, passionate about cannabis so i wanted awesome. to like know how to hone it in and kind of use it exactly for or what I needed it for. Um, but yeah, jumping into the cannabis industry definitely <laughs> grew my, my uh, knowledge span for sure. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize how, uh, how many uh, medicinal benefits I had before I got to the legal industry. Right. So yeah, like that, that opened my mind to so many different things for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was different for me. Was that a part of uh, the reason why you got into the cannabis industry? Actually, it was kind of random. I hate that I like say that. Because no, it, it, people need to hear the other aspects. Yeah. yeah, I honestly was really surprised. Um, I randomly made a last minute decision with a partner of mine at the time, and we moved to Alaska. We U-hauled it, and I drove there. And drove back when I moved, and it was an eight-day drive and a four-day drive back. It was crazy. It was a wild. And people, whenever I say that too, I'm like, I lived in Alaska and I drove there. They're like, you can drive to Alaska? <laughs> I promise. I get that question. I feel like not like I get that that response probably more often than any other responses too. But yeah, eight-day drive. That's a vacation in itself. It was a whole vacation. Yes. It was really cool. We like stopped in Portland and Seattle and a bunch of places. Like in the Yukon Territory, British Columbia, and all is that. it just medical in um, Alaska? No, it's, it's rec recreational. Oh, yeah, wow, it's rec and medical. Nice. Yeah, there's actually more. Or at the time, a couple years ago, when I found out this fun fact that I'm about to share with you guys, <laughs> there was um, more dispensaries in Anchorage than there were Starbucks. Wow, I believe that though. Which, which is interesting to think about. Yeah, because they're all over the place. Yes. So. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the same deal in California too. Like, it's more dispensaries out there than Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people were really happy to smoke <laughs> cannabis legally in Alaska. Oh yeah, they're like, let's just it's inundate the state. Yeah, Alaska has some really awesome strains too, like fire strains. Like, people talk about like Alaska Thunderfuck and Mantanuska mm -hmm. Thunderfuck, but those originated like like the 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 weed that you can smoke up there is. I'm still looking for. I'm looking for the strain Killer Queen. Killer Queen. Send me the link. <laughs> All right, folks. You hear that? You heard it first right here from a High Butt Tenders podcast. Comment you down got below. Killer Queen. <laughs> get at us. I can't get that on Amazon, so I need to help, Not help yet. us out. Right? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. New business idea right there. Right. Shoot. So how the hell did you go from Alaska? This is my life. My I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so how the hell did you go from Alaska all the way back to, uh, I mean, come back to Vegas? Yeah, I, so I moved up there because of the my partner at the time's job. And so it was just a random kind of spur in the moment decision. And I was there for a year. And so it wasn't too long, but it was long enough, long right. enough for sure. I mean, it got down to like negative three at one point, but Anchorage isn't as cold as like everywhere else, like 
farther from a lot, like Anchorage area. People think that Anchorage is really, really cold, but it actually gets to like the 70s and 80 degrees in summertime. It's beautiful. Mm. It's super green. There's trees everywhere. Like the ocean, the coastline is all right there. There's so many islands like around Alaska. And so it was a cool experience, but the cannabis industry is definitely, it was my first kind of jump into the cannabis industry was up there, but I was just applying for jobs before I moved there and had had applied for as many dispensaries as I could because I was like, maybe I should try. It's kind of a faraway state. Like, I wonder how the scene is. I wonder if they'll even hire me because I don't have any experience. And they did because they were brand new. Right. And I came in and rocked that interview. Yes, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. I was like, we were did. laughing the whole time. I was like, all right, this is going to go great. But, yes. Yeah. Now, now on to my very, very favorite part. Okay, so you have a business now. <laughs> let's get yes. on to let's get on to the meat and potatoes of this situation. Yay. So what's really cool is you make pendants, and I was just under the impression that you made these awesome pendants. Explain the pendants first. Um, oh yeah, so I have these dab drip pendants, and it's basically repurposed jars. And so I'm taking like used dab jars, like those glass containers from all around town, from anyone who would give them to me. So also comment down below. (laughs) I'll shoot you a DM if you have some extra dab pendants, you know, dab little jars you want to give me. But yeah, I I randomly stumbled upon the idea to make this little drip. And personally, at this time, at at that time in my life, I had not seen a dab necklace. And I found out after the fact that some people were, uh, had this idea already, but I honestly did it to make one for myself at first. Um, cause I had this jar and I had cleaned it and I was like, you know what, let me, let me, let me make a little necklace because I have a couple of those nugs. I have, how about like a heart shaped nug and a regular shaped nug and I wear them often as well, but I'm a dabber. Right. I love dabbing. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's my jam. And it would look so cool. Like just hanging around someone's neck. And yes. so I made it and I wore it and people loved it and wanted me to make some for them. And so I started making little small batches and was like, you know what? I think this is actually a thing. Yeah. This is actually something that I, I personally enjoy and I personally enjoy doing it and being able to provide like a way to repurpose this into some sort of art that will be able to last forever. That's my jam. Right. That's my jam. And so yeah. it's been doing pretty good and I'm in a dispensary. So they sell my pendants and a couple of my pot leaf keychains over at Jade Dispensary on oh. DI. So yeah, they're doing pretty good there. They already did a restock order. I'm hopefully going to be getting into at least three or four new locations, hopefully in the next couple months. And so I'm on my way. I'm on my journey. Uh, yes. <laughs> Always. It never stops. Yes. <laughs> Have you found like owning your or having your own business to be difficult? Yeah. Uh, a, a difficult path? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. It's, so it's, it's hard. Um, but I always tell myself that like, if you're constantly comfortable in your life, you're never growing and you're not really going to like be challenging yourself. If you don't step out of your own box of comfort and your own box of creativity and push your boundaries and see what you can achieve. Cause if you don't, you know, test that, you never really know. And so I, actually had like two business ideas before this one and did like soft launches of those as well but it was kind of random and this is something that resin art was something that I started doing in quarantine and started making some ashtrays and keychains and selling them on Etsy and then yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm here. Yeah, I'm in a place. Yes. <laughs> what have you found to be the most difficult part of having your own business? Ooh, probably Honestly, my budgets, because I be spending a lot of money. (laughs) I be spending a lot of money on resin molds and resin itself is like anywhere between 70 to $110 for like the jug that I need. And it doesn't make that many pieces. And so I'm like, 
every little thing counts. And also, if you, wow. the dry time is like two two days. A full mm. cure is a two day dry. And so if I have one mold of something, I don't have only have one square ashtray mold or whatever it is, and I pour someone's order in it, I have to wait two days to be able to make something else after that. Right. So it's like having to manage that and my time management, definitely. But I feel like I've gained a little bit more control over it more recently. Yeah. <laughs> and prioritizing. this So also, on top of this uh, wonderful pieces, these pendants and wonderful items that you sell. Mm-hmm. You also got a really wonderful presence <laughs> on TikTok. What? Talk about it. I got to add some more things to my resume. You're making me feel special or something. Yes. Oh, so tell us about careful. that. No, it's not that serious. I, I also started making TikToks in my downtime during quarantine, and I guess that's been doing okay. <laughs> A lot, man. It's 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 fun. It's a lot of fun to make TikToks, and a lot of people think that TikTok is not for people that are adults, and I think that's false. Right. <laughs> it's so much fun, and I like I make content, and I enjoy making it. Like the, the process of me filming is the best time. Like I have my daughter before this. I dropped her off, of course. She's not here, right. <laughs> but um, uh, we were making a TikTok, and I I don't I usually don't post TikToks. I made I think I made like one or two with her because I just don't want everyone in the world to know what she looks like and do a deep dive of where we are living. Yeah. And so I had like one or two videos of her. And so we were just making a TikTok this morning about her being my evil twin. And like, it was just a fun, we did it for like an hour because she just wanted to keep filming it because she was just having the best time. I'm probably never going to post them, but it's like the moments that we're sharing and it's just a random app that people think isn't a good time. And like, I didn't post a video. My first video didn't get a million views. Right. You know, it, it's a process and it's like the consistency and it's super easy to learn. Right. Like people are also scared of learning because they think that it's really, really hard, but it's not. So I sit there and make a bunch of videos and they'll fail and they'll do randomly good and then they'll fail. Yes. Fine. Yeah. That's how life goes. It's an emotional roller coaster. So how <laughs> many people are actually following your TikTok now? Um, I think 18.3. 18.3. No, this is where bad. we this is where we it's start all the time petite, because there is a gentleman that we had on our podcast named Greg Las Vegas and I think he said he had 22,000. Oh, right? And now let's be friends. Circling Let's do a collab. <laughs> circling back, I think he has over half a million. Oh, or a quarter dang. of a million. Quarter of a million, right? Oh, maybe he said yeah. 220,000. Yeah. Yes. 220, no, he had like 22 when he came on our 22,000. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So I need some I, tips. Give me some tips. That, that only happened because he came on a podcast. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm very helpful. I put all my eggs in this basket. <laughs> 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 and it's a very pretty basket. <laughs> the proof is in this pudding. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's awesome. And I think that that's where you should really, I'm going to say this and be like, do you put your jewelry and the TikToks together? So, like, my, my necklaces? Yeah. I've done a couple of my pendant videos. I've done maybe, like, five or so of them. Not specifically even talking about them, but, like, around the subject. And if someone asks a question in the comments, like, people ask me all the time, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? I'm like, I need this. 
Lincoln bio. <laughs> Hashtag Lincoln bio. Like, I love that. Like, please let me ship it to you. It's so much fun. But um, I talk about it every once in a while, but I feel like it doesn't do as good. You know what really? Does, you know what does good? And I hate that it does good because I kind of hate making it. Skits? Thirst traps. Mm-hmm. I hate Cause that. Because I'm the, such the a thirsties freaking, are out like, there. You guys are yeah. sitting next to me right now. The thirsties are I'm the out most, there. Like, why do I have to sit here and fucking do... Ugh, I hate it. I know, but you know that, that that's... out re- there. And yeah. they're my followers. They're my 18,000 point thing. <laughs> At least 17.5 like, level. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, I gotta do another one. <laughs> yes. Let me do another one. Hey. But it's fun. Listen, I, I, I love the TikTok, right? Uh, and believe me, it's not just thirst trap because Linda and I super enjoy. <gasps> did, you, your... did you guys go through my content? Yes. Yeah. How was it? Oh, it's so exciting. I love it. I, I watch you. I, I watch feel like I try, I try not to talk about it, but it's just. There's so many like funny trends and audios on the app that I'm like, have you seen this? Oh shit, wait, I did a video about this. You want to see it? Like, but then like some people are like, I don't know if I see your TikTok. I don't care about the TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but it's so much fun. And yes. like, my videos are kind of they're random and they're kind of sporadic. They're kind of out there. Like they are kind of different types of content. I see what yeah. you mean, but yeah, the thir- the thirst traps they get me. So, I know. Like there's a lot me. of uh, buttons out there who have um, like side hustles, whether it's like music, art, or whatever yeah. it is. Like, what would you recommend they do to kind of Ooh. get their self, like get themselves out there? Yes, I would say be confident in yourself and don't try not to doubt yourself as much because I feel like doubt can obviously completely change your mind when you're when you have all these ideas and you're like, oh, I have all these big dreams. Try not to doubt yourself because you can do it, and if you if you can dream that for yourself, you can go and achieve that. And the small steps definitely matter. And every single small step, like, is worth um, paying attention to. And it's worth celebrating, for sure. Like, each little milestone is important. And keep working hard. Keep working hard. And be your number one fan. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you need to. Because at the end of the day, you're the only person who's going to tell your yourself to wake up in the morning. And you're the only person who's going to drive you every single day. So... You got to be your number one fan. When it comes to your art, I mean, like your your sauce jars and everything, was there a moment you said, oh, shit, I can really do this, or this can work for me? You yeah. Were, like, was there that like that one moment? Honestly, as corny as it sounds, I feel like I try to wake up every morning with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Even if sometimes, some days, I don't believe it as much. But there, there definitely, there was a moment where I was just, I was creating, and I was in my little creation station. I have like this area at my house and I, I just I sit and I create and sometimes I don't even have anything planned or anything like that and so I think this was just a moment that I was just creating and I was just having a good time making like a rolling tray or something and it, it was it was a realization that not only am I doing this and it's actually working I enjoy doing it like it's fun for me to create in in all aspects TikToks resin art uh, jewelry anything and I, I love music and so I'm trying to tap into more of my like instrument skills. I want to learn how to play piano, and I play a little bit of guitar, but I'm not even gonna claim that. I'm yep. not gonna add that to the resume. I'm playing, I'm playing guitar. I'll just like say that. Oh my so, god! Th- talk about thirst traps. <laughs> Hashtag oh, I play guitar. I have I have made some. I've deleted them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've made some. I made one where I was like playing guitar and singing. It did not. It did not. Didn't do, do it. I mean, people. Some people were like hyping me up in the comments they're like look at you like you're killing it oh my god and then and then it was like 10 likes and it was like a day or two later and normally it doesn't happen to me and this was a lot a lot younger me <laughs> i was in a different mindset i feel like now i just was that on tiktok care. yeah and it was right at the beginning right right at the beginning and yeah. i feel like i was a lot more judgmental of my content and like my posts then but 
Um, now I just post it. I'm like, I don't care if people like it because I like it. And so yeah, yeah. I don't care how many likes it gets because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I had a good time filming it. I enjoyed watching it over. I'm like, that was a good, that was a good choice. Like yeah. that video was a good choice. Yeah. And I do a lot of transitions and stuff like that. And those are just fun to do. Yeah. And my sister, oh my gosh. Okay. What's her TikTok? I believe it's killa.illist. But my, my sister's name is Jazare. Also, my sister's name is the longest name I've ever known to in my whole life. Okay. Her name is like three sentences. I'm not even I'm Let's not, even not even joking you. She's gonna get mad if you say I it. I won't say her last name. Okay. She'll probably love that I even talked about her in this. I have four siblings. <laughs> Let me shout all of them out. I have four <laughs> siblings. My sister Jazare, um, her full name is <clears throat> Jazare Ruth Marie Kamaka Hehi Kakumihine Hoole El Minawaka My Papalani Malagini. Wow, yeah. that's dope. Thanks. I, I want a long name now. Yeah, and have it, to figure they're it deep. out. It's yeah. beautiful. As her name, as her namesake. That's gorgeous. Yes, it is. Thank yes. you. But you don't, you don't need a long name to be gorgeous. You need, you don't no, need I know. Gorgeous. But it always just like it, it just reminds you of like a legacy. You know what yeah. I mean? Of of people that have yeah. this wonderful, beautiful name. Or, or our culture means everything to us. So we're like, we need to. I don't, I don't care if you gotta figure out twenty six letters in your in your middle name. You gotta you gotta you get gonna that learn girl. Today. <laughs> you gonna learn today. Oh yeah. So what's your future looking like for this cannabis industry? Are you gonna continue oh. forward with uh, making all of your gear, and hopefully that's gonna move you, propel you forward. Yeah. You're going to stay with Rove and have a good time. What's what's your future looking like? Um, definitely staying with Rove. I just got a, um, I'm now a lead brand ambassador. And so I'm definitely hoping to grow in that, in that kind of field. And I love, I love my company. I love my family there. And so I definitely hope to see, you know, a lot of positive change in that direction. Also with the cannabis industry, I, I want to attend a lot more events this year. I want to um, have my hand in a lot more like volunteer work and a lot, lot more giving back to the community. Um, and I know that's goes hand in hand too with the fact that the chamber also does a lot of uh, volunteer work and a lot of uh, classes that they do. And like, they do a lot of volunteer work and I want to, I want to get my hands into that too, but constantly growing. And my whole model is trying to be better than yesterday. For sure. Every single day. Yeah. It's pretty damn dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) But I wish that for all of us. Even more so reinforcing why everybody should join if you have a business or not, or if you're looking into the future to try something, try your hand at something in cannabis, join the Chamber of Cannabis. Mm -hmm. It is worth it. It is worth it. Get to know the people. Network mm-hmm. as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. I know I hit the shit as as many times as I possibly can. That's <laughs> true. Like even <laughs> if you don't important. have a business, yeah. you know, yes. like, it's like a, no, we just, should be supporting each other yeah. because we we are each other's biggest fans. All of yeah. us. We and are. you know the importance of yes. networking in this industry oh, is yeah. like, yeah. you know, that's everything. Down yes, there. yeah, that's our people. Absolutely. That's, yeah, we all have similar mindsets. I feel too. We're all such powerful people yeah. and we all have that same passion for cannabis that's like that's like the 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 icing yes that's the icing it's like the glue that's holding us all together but also we all can connect on many different levels like even with cannabis stars you guys are doing a woman woman in wellness event too coming up i'll plug that in real quick yes um, and miss b also wants to encourage to bring a plus one because we're going to be talking about mental health and mental health awareness which is amazing and needs to be talked about more so. yes that's super exciting. That's coming up as well. Yeah, I'm super excited about yeah. that too. And I think that's important to bring like a plus one, yes. especially if yes. you can bring somebody from outside the industry. That's yeah. the goal. Um, yeah, yeah, just to bring somebody new in yeah. and get that. That, that, that they're um, not alone. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. that for us. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Journey, yeah. um, what's your, what, what is your next moves besides doing this, uh, wonderful things with the TikTok? You're going to continue forward. We're going to get you, uh, people out there in, uh, podcast universe land, uh, what is your TikTok? Oh, it's at Journey Bra. Journey, just like the word, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-B-R-A-H-H. Yes. So, people, we're going to make this shit pop for sure. <laughs> let's, let's go online. And listen, you know, those people, when you do watch, you may be like, oh, my God, this is a beautiful person. This person's gorgeous. So. Don't so. thirst trap it. Watch it for what it is. <laughs> it's some cool shit. No. But thirst trap it. Yeah. Two at yes. the same time. I tried to post cannabis content, but it does not. It gets shut down immediately. And now they idea. watch my stuff like a hawk. Do they? Like I'll post something, and even if it has any the audio, if it has the word cannabis, if it has the weed, like the word weed in the audio, not even like in the, the hashtags, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll review it as soon as I post it. Like they will have zero views because they'll immediately be reviewing it. Don't take it's any so chances. Right? It's not even worth I've had it. like almost twenty videos taken down, so I'm like trying not to post as much cannabis content but it's I, i'm still making like funny little quick little cannabis references here and there but i'm like i cannot talk about it nearly as much as i wish i could yep high butt thunders got blocked twice yeah oh my god we're done we're done with high, oh, high butt thunders is killed exhausting. and high butt thunders podcast is killed yeah, see don't uh, I'm probably not. If, if that ever happened to me, I don't know if I would make a new TikTok to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I say that now, but if it did, I probably would. would. Yeah. Right? But like, oh, that's exhausting. No, like, you should. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't give up. Exactly but there's right. ways because there's ways of you finding your way through it. But oh my God, there's so many worse things that could be on TikTok. And exactly. there is. There is. There 100% is 100%. worse things on TikTok than people talking about yep. cannabis. I made a whole rant about this actually on TikTok like a couple months ago. Yes. And I was in the Canastars parking lot. Were you? <laughs> the background literally is the green pole. I love it. Because there was a girl who was wearing like basically a G-string and she was swinging around a pole and like her legs were spread right in front of the camera and I like made a stitch and I was like, why? Like, I'm not saying like I'm definitely support strippers or whatever, but like... Why is this okay? And we can't even be talking about something that is medicinally beneficial for people like around the whole world. Like that sounds real silly to me. And it got like a really good response and people were agreeing and like cannabis creators were commenting and they were also upset. And it was just like, I'm glad that I can touch base about this every once in a while. I don't think TikTok really is going to care. I don't think they're going to change, but it's like, I'm reminding the content creators out there, like, don't give up on yourself. Just try and find a new platform. If you're not able to post in with Instagram and their like community guidelines, it's just kind of a little whack. Right. It's a little whack. And so I'm honestly, let me also plug myself in again, but I'm trying to start doing weed tubes. I think I want to start doing weed tube videos. Yeah. 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 Hashtag. That transition. Yeah. I met some dope people that work for weed tube and I'm like, listen, that's, I've actually posted a weed tube video. Do not, please do not go look for it because it was probably trash. But it was a couple of years I'm ago. I'm going to delete it as soon as I get to the car. <laughs> as soon as I get to the car, it's gone. Nah. But, but, um, yeah, I want to start doing more videos again. And so me and hopefully Snow Days are going okay. to be getting a video together. And then Sean Rippington, Sir Rippington, who nice. won the 710 Award. Hopefully we're going to get together. I'm like manifesting that and we'll make some more contents. But I also want to try and take acting classes soon. 
Oh man! So if anyone knows of any like casting calls, it's like even extras. I just want to get my foot in that door because I—that's always been a dream of mine. That's funny because mm-hmm. I was telling her I get these all the time. I got on this on-camera thing and then I started getting invited. Never went to one. You'll never see me like eating a bag of chips in the back <laughs> of a video. You'll never see me in a movie doing anything. But I used to tell I tell her all the time. I'm like, I got. There's another casting call for XYZ. And I don't know, I guess it came with that, you know, on camera thing. So if people are out there and they're like, oh my God, how do I get these casting calls? Blah, 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 blah. I think it was oncamera.com. You know, sign up because really, in all honesty, all you're doing is signing up to see like television shows that air in California. Mm -hmm. So if you want to watch America's Got Talent in Vegas, they do those tickets here. And so, you know, I think it goes hand in hand. So check that out. Because I think that might be something. Because I just got one for some Marvel movie just recently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I won't be going. Send me the link. Send me the link. I will. Now that I know, I will. (laughs) If I'm free, I'm trying to do that. Yeah. Speaking of sending the links, um, (laughs) if we have a, because we have like a whole bunch of like listeners that dab a lot, if they want to send you their jars, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Because you do use like, you recycle jars. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll probably like come pick it up depending on how far you are from me. I also pop up at dispensaries all over town. Like, genuinely all over town so if you do have any used dab jars i'm I'm, it can be it can be dirty you don't have to clean it at all um but if you want to send send me a dm i can let you know where i'm at that day or um yeah that's probably the best way it should Mm -hmm. be a dm on any of my instagrams at journey bra or at spark the journey which is my business page where you can get the link to my etsy to get your own dab pendant today Heck yeah, and then you're recycling, man. That's dope. That's just a really cool way to recycle jars because, man, we do not go short on packaging in in the (laughs) cannabis industry. Let me tell you, use one package, you open the next package, you open the next package, you're gonna smoke. Hell yeah! yeah. (laughs) Johnny, we appreciate you hopping on with us. Thank you. I appreciate Uh, you guys coming. Hell yeah! Before we let you go, we have to know what you've been smoking on. Ooh, <laughs> I'm actually smoking on Dream by Rove, of hey. course. Mood Booster, Sativa Leaning Hybrid. I have one of those. <laughs> super similar to strawberries. Really good high. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling euphoric. Creative. We're in a little creation space right here. Heck yeah. Yes. I know you said you're a dabber. What was you dabbing earlier? Um, I think it was some live resin. Okay. I, I be smoking all kinds of things. Everything. From every brand. Yes, I be smoking all the things, but... I definitely love um, some MPX, MPX Go Hard, and honestly, Black Label. I smoke a lot of Black Label oh, nice. dads as well. Um, NLV, I'll be smoking NLV. I was smoking all the things. I'm trying to get my hands on some GLP, though. Um, I'm going to tell you this. Um, so you know, yes. Medicine has three strains of GLP today for $20. Wait for it. $20 hairs. So <laughs> I know for you're going to miss it because it... Gram? No, for three point five grams. Twenty. I think I'm joking Wait, with you. I just me. ordered it on its way. On its way. Oh, what, you ordered it for delivery? Yes. Oh my gosh! Free I've never delivery. ordered delivery. Twenty dollars an eighth. An eighth. For, That's why. For GLP and it's black. I think huh. black, black triangle. La Bamba. I don't even care what it is. And <laughs> yeah, uh, right. So we get three of them. And blue on fire. Okay, I know where I'm going after this. Ooh. Yes, yeah. yes. No, I, when I saw that, I was like, it's a joke. I had a refresh. 
refresh but no yeah screenshots of page do that i mean i, I i'm sorry that you guys are going to be listening to this a week later so please don't <laughs> shoot us any bad <laughs> bad well supplies feedback. left and the supplies are gone they're yes. all gone. i'm so yes, sorry yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. smoking on rocky um well i am gonna get that glp no but uh, <laughs> uh i actually picked up some cannabis from arizona oh nice um and they did all of their ounces were 99 bucks so I was like, mm, let me try. And they're all like shooting try. some really great, you know, THC percentages and some nice terpenes. Nice. You have to ask for the COA, which kind of sucks. Cause I was like, listen, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to ask because you know what I mean? And then I guess it's one of those things, but listen, tip well, if you're going to ask for yeah. a certificate, did they get it to you? <laughs> They yeah, got it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, they were very happy to do it too. Nice. And they're like, oh my God, nobody ever had, there was nobody there either. Mm-hmm. There was like maybe two other people there. And I guess they're used to those prices, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, it was. It was just a little sus. Yeah, it was a little dope. <laughs> yeah. I checked it out. It looked really, really good. And it actually was some good, good smoke. So yeah. shout out. I'm going to tell you, I will actually shout these peeps out. Um, but it was Alien OG. And I got it from. White Mountain. White Mountain. White Mountain, White Mountain in, it was it Sun City? Sun City West. Sun City West, yes, uh, Arizona, right by where my family's retirement community is. So, uh, yeah, it was actually really great. And, you know, all those old people, they smoke like, they chief heavy. Yeah, man, so... Don't sleep on those. <laughs> Don't sleep on those areas. <laughs> People are looking to open up dispensaries. What have you been smoking on, Jarrell? Um, I had a chance to try some of the uh, new batch of mango Kush from Medicine. Yeah, yeah, it was mango it was Kush. testing like at thirty four percent, but most importantly, it had like thirteen milligrams of mercy. Ooh. so it was super heavy. Yeah, yeah. so you feeling nice and chill oh, right yeah, now, huh? I love heavy mercies. I know that they're gonna put me to sleep. But I love them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's my jam. Like, I love it. I Even love having... a little bit, little bit of limonene? Give it some balance? Yeah. No, bit. I mean, I think you can, I think you can do that, too. But if you... Let me tell you something. This is no, going to be real bad. honest. If you're going to have some mercy and some linalool in that, That's bitch, it. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you to death. Yeah. Throw some wool in <laughs> there. Some wool. Get a lavender in there. Yes. So, Journey, if anybody wanted to contact you on Instagram and, and uh, on social media, what's the best way for them to do that? Shoot me a DM. Shoot me a follow. Um, all of my links, I have a one link tree that's in all of my social media platforms and all of my social media platforms are the same. They're at journey bro. Mm-hmm. It's been the same since I was in fifth grade, actually. Nice. <laughs> Hello random. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's what people know me for. I've had the same number for the past, I think like 15 or 16 years too. Yep. And so it's like my same numbers, been my, it's all my same contacts. You can't, can't say you forgot. Yeah. All right. All journey Zaxes, Don't be calling. Okay. Don't, don't, oh, they don't, don't be, don't be. Be no. checking out that. Okay, so. I wouldn't answer. Too late right? now. <laughs> yeah. It's too late now. Do you have a website for your pendies and no, stuff? No, hopefully in the works. That I'm is coming to, to a theater yes, near you. Etsy. Yeah, I'm on Etsy right now currently. You know what that so. means? I got to have you on again for part two. Period. I would love that. I love that too. Send me a Google Calendar invite. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, folks. We are at all things social media at High Bud Tenders. You could check us out at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash podcast to listen to the podcast forward slash shop. 
to buy our merchandise and we appreciate you for it when you do. Um, we owe as we, man, listen, let me tell you something. Um, we appreciate you all for listening. My God, I can't, I can't even like express that more in many ways. I, you have to watch the video to see that I am sincerely, truly happy. And so is Jarrell, man. We talk about it all the time. We are grateful for our listeners. We love you guys. And as always, stay high, but down. <laughs> stay high and hydrated. Make it, I'm sorry. I said I love my city, but I don't think you hear me though. I said I love my city.